today I want to talk about you have a choice faith or fear brothers and sisters wherever you may be and regardless of your circumstances grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ today I'd like you to open up your Bibles to the book of Matthew verses 22 through 33 the New International Version has it this way immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd after he had dismissed them he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray later that night he was there all alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those were who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Well, that's quite a story. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's from this passage. I'd like to talk a little more about verses 26 through 31 and the message of our sermon today. You have a choice. <clears throat> Fear or faith. Now, I don't know what any of you are facing today, this morning, this afternoon, or evening. However, I do know for certain that you have a choice. Regardless of your situation or how it came to pass, I'm telling you right now that you have a choice. If we take a look at the passage, uh, if we go back to verse 26, we see that when Jesus showed up, the disciples were terrified. Now, I've heard people say that uh, you need to be careful what you ask for. Think about this. How many of you have asked the Lord to help you to come into your life and make things better? And when Jesus shows up, you did the same thing as the disciples. I can make a whole sermon out of this point, but... I know that many of you at some point have had situations 
You've had circumstances in your life that had make you feel this way. And that's all right. I can relate to fear. We can all relate to fear. In fact, the text says the disciples cried out in fear. And that's okay. We all have our times of weakness and fear. But I'm telling you, you don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live with doubt driving your decisions. You have a choice. <laughs> Let me say that again. You have a choice. Woo! I'm getting excited because when we look at verse 26 and see the results of fear, we are reminded that when we are weak, we are strong because of our Lord Jesus Christ. I, I want you to look at your Bibles again on verse 27. It says, but Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. I want you to remember in your text that word immediately because you're going to hear it again in verse 31. So Jesus responded immediately. And I know you're probably thinking now. In my life, that's not the case. Well, as good Christians, as men and women of faith, we are told that we are to be patient because all things work according to the Lord's time and not our own. So we need to be patient and know that when the time is right, not only will Jesus show up, but he will be there immediately. If we continue looking at the text, if we go to verse 28, we see Peter's faith surface. He says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And the text tells us that Peter got down out of the boat. He left the other disciples because the Lord said, come. And as Peter started to walk out on the water and walk toward Jesus, he started to notice the wind. He noticed the, the waters. And he was afraid, it says in verse 30. And he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Now this goes back to what we were just talking about. How many of us have asked the Lord to help us? How many of us have prayed to the Lord to save us from our situations, from our relationships, from our parents, from our spouses, from our bosses, from our financial difficulties. How many times have us, or I should say, have we all asked the Lord to intervene? And if we go back to the text, verse 31, as I mentioned previously, it says, Immediately. Jesus reached out his hand 
and caught him and says you of little faith he said why did you doubt immediately it says Jesus reached out his hand so here we see Peter showing his faith by walking out of the boat leaving his friends leaving the disciples because he hears the voice of the Lord say come and he is encouraged and he steps away from his friends from the disciples from everyone who was on the boat and Climbs down out of the boat onto the water, which is raging. But his faith has blinded him from the storm. His faith has blinded him from the waves which were pushing the boat from side to side. His faith allows him to walk on top of the waters he can see jesus in front of him he is encouraged his faith allows him to walk towards the lord however fear sets in and he begins to sink. Fear sets in and he cries out. And, and this next part of the passage or this text in verse 30 is important. He says as he's crying out, Lord, save me. He says, Lord, save me. He didn't say mom and dad save me. He didn't say brother and sister save me he didn't say my best friend save me he didn't say my girlfriend he didn't say my wife he didn't say my husband he didn't say my boys my homies my cuz my cousins he says lord save me so even in the midst of his fear even in the midst of this storm even as he is sinking into the waters which just a short time ago he was walking on top of even in the midst of all these things even when his fear is trying to drive his decisions he makes a choice as i mentioned he doesn't call out for his friends or family he doesn't call out to the disciples who are on the boat watching he doesn't call out to anyone else. He only calls one name. He calls Jesus. He calls Lord. He says Master. He calls out to the one who in the midst of his fear, he still knows that the Lord can save him. And as we go to verse 31 again Jesus is watching Peter 
when all this occurs. Jesus already knows what will happen before it happens. And the word immediately comes to mind because Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. He could have waited. He could have called upon angels to grab Peter. He could have done, used his divine power and just lifted Peter out of the water. But he reached out his hand because that was personal. And his relationship with you and his relationship with me needs to be personal so that when you call on the Lord, it's personal, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of whom you've talked to previously, regardless of what you might be thinking, regardless of your fear, you have a choice. And when you choose the Lord, it says immediately Jesus reached out his hand and called him. And he reminds Peter and he reminds us as we read the text that we have little faith, he says. And he asks, why did you doubt? I'm going to ask you right now. Why do we doubt? Why do we allow fear to drive us to keep us from the things that the Lord has for us? So I'm going to ask you right now, wherever you are, I want you to say, I have a choice. That's right. Say it again. I have a choice. And to be more specific, I want you to say, I have a choice. I can choose faith. Or you can allow fear. But I choose faith. I choose faith because faith gives me the power, like Peter, to walk on waters when there's storms. My faith gives me the strength to do the impossible. My faith allows my personal relationship with Christ to not only be manifested, but for it to strengthen my character so that when the storms come and when the waves are, are high and when I feel like Peter that I am drowning not just in water, but in the struggles of life, with the struggles of relationships, with the struggles of family and friends. When I'm struggling with financial 
difficulties, when I am struggling just to survive, when I am struggling because of bad choices I've made, I can do like Peter at any time in my life and I can say, Lord, save me. And you know what's interesting when Peter said this, he was in a live or I should say life or death situation. He is not in the bathtub. He was just walking on the ocean. He was walking on a body of water that was much greater than he has ever walked on before because it was his first time. But however, Peter was a fisherman. And knew that the waters had great death. He knew that the waiter, the waters were deep. He knew that if he were to go under, that his life would be threatened. His life would probably be over. And, and when all this was happening, when fears try to manage his choice he remembered who he was walking towards he remembered that jesus was right there he had always been there jesus had been with them the day before he had been with them with the multitudes he has been with them as he walked on the water and they were afraid he had been with them when he called to Peter and said, come, he had been with them when they were asleep. He had been with them before they knew him. He had been with them all the time. So I ask you, you have a choice. I ask you, do you know that you have a choice? I ask you, do you know what your choice is? I ask you, do you have a relationship with Christ? I ask you, do you know that Jesus is the Son of God? I ask you, do you know who your Savior is when you are drowning? Do you know who is able to save you? Now, you can ask many people. You can ask scholars you can ask people you feel are intelligent that have seniority who have experience but i tell you right now that they are not the savior they are not jesus they are not the son of god they are not the lamb who has all power in his hands. So I want to say to you now, my brothers and my sisters, as I am about to finish up this sermon, I want to remind you that you have a choice. Do not allow fear to dictate your choices. Jesus says, you of little faith. He is telling us that 
faith in him will empower you to do great things. It will empower you to be obedient. Because that's what Peter was. When Jesus said, come, Peter was obedient. He didn't say, do you want me to come now? He didn't say, Lord, you asking me to come out on the water. He didn't say, Lord, are you, are you talking to me? Peter asked the question and the response was, come. And Peter's immediate action was he got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus. I'm not making this up. Look at verse 29 because that's what happened. Peter was obedient and his obedience empowered him because of his faith. I hope somebody can understand what I'm saying. Because if you do, let me just hear you say, Amen. <laughs> I'm hoping you're still with me. I'm hoping that when these storms come, that you will remember you have a choice. I want you to remember that fear is always lurking. Fear is always there. It's always trying to drive your decisions. It's always trying to uh, influence the choices you make. Remember faith. Make it your first choice. Make Jesus your first choice. Make having him as a personal savior, having a relationship with him. Those are all choices that you are able to make right now. You don't have to wait till you're drowning. You don't have to wait until you are sinking in the waters of life. You don't have to wait until you are drowning in drugs or alcohol or sex or whatever it is that is controlling you and driving your fear. You don't have to wait it says that Jesus, it says that Jesus immediately said, take courage. It is I, don't be afraid. What he said then, he's still saying now. You need to have a personal relationship with the Savior, with Jesus. Then when the waters come, your first choice, like Peter's, will be to call on the Lord. Not your friends, not your parents, not your uncles, not your auntie, not your homies, not your cousins. But Jesus, the one who has all the answers, the one who has all the power, the one who already knows your situation before you even tell him. I pray that this podcast has helped you. I hope this podcast has reminded you that 
you are not alone, that you are special, that the Lord loves each and every one of you. Be obedient to his will and not your own. Know that he's always there just waiting for you to call his name. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that I've had to share your word. I ask, Father, that it would bless, that it would encourage and strengthen those who are in need of saving, who are in need of a personal relationship with you, O Lord. I ask, Father God, that you would bless them, every person who hears this message. I ask, Father God, that you would speak to their hearts and minds and change them, change their choices, renew their faith and their strength in you. I ask, Father God, that they would be changed according to thy will and thy purpose and not their own. I ask all things, Father, in the name of Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you. Be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Bye-bye.